Hello, and welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. My name is Zach Webb, and with me, as always, is Marshall Brook. I didn't do it. You didn't You didn't do it? Nope. But we have all this evidence. I don't care what they say. I am innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. What about a court of slaw? Um, allegedly a court of slaw. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You ever think Coleslaw's ever been on trial? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, uh, it's it's been on trial for blandest side. Yeah. See, I don't like coleslaw and like the traditional like like I feel it's traditionally made with like mayo and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but you can have a coleslaw that's made with like a vinegar base. Sure. And that that is good. Yeah. That is good. It has like a sour kind of punchiness to it. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. See, I never knew what slaw was as a kid, so I was like, I ain't eating this. <laughs> You know, you were like, see slaw later. See, yeah, I'll, uh, <laughs> get out of here. Give me another cane sauce. Giving that cold slaw the cold shoulder. Yeah, it's like, uh, what are you, mayonnaise? <laughs> what are you, shredded shredded vegetables? Shredded vegetables. I can't come up with a third one, Zach. I- <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, and that would have been the funniest one because yeah, of comedy. Because rule of threes. Rule of three and comedy. Yeah. Well, as you guys have guessed, <laughs> this is a uh, music discovery and a comedy podcast. Each week, Marshall and I would take a select theme and we cater a playlist of music based around that theme. Uh, Marshall, today's episode, uh, Arsonist Anonymous. Uh, Marshall, what's the coolest thing you've ever lit on fire? I didn't do it. Yeah, but like, <laughs> what's the coolest thing you've seen set on fire? Um, There's this video... Okay. Uh, of me and my cousin David, uh, yeah. not the cousin David that you know really well, my other cousin David. Ah, uh, gotcha. And we found this old laptop. Dope. And so we put it on a log and we shot it with a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> and if I recall correctly, the battery did kind of like like burst and flame for a yeah. second. I don't, I don't think I, I wouldn't call it an explosion. Sure, but it uh, just it fizzled and smoked. But it was there was added coolness because we shot a laptop with a shotgun. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> well, you know what they say where there's smoke. Yeah, that's a, that's a dead laptop. That's a dead laptop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I think the coolest thing I've seen is magnesium. Oh yeah, I've actually fucked with magnesium before. Yeah, when you light it on fire and it burns real bright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. I wish more of like my high school experience. Like in the classroom was about burning different chemicals. That's sketchy, Zach. <laughs> nah, but like in a safe way. I think uh, uh, you allegedly, <laughs> yeah, wish that more of your <laughs> allegedly. I think it'd be pretty cool if like my teacher was like, "Hey, this is a bunch of boron. <laughs> Let's see if we can fucking light it on fire." You ever seen iron burn? I had I had a lot of coaches as science teachers, so I feel like that would have been appropriate. Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like the coach teacher can definitely go one of two ways. Sure. Uh, the coach teacher is either very hyped about like one specific aspect of what they're teaching. Like yeah. uh, 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 I had a football coach as my chemistry teacher. Nice. And there was one part of the semester that he was just into it. 
Yeah. But the rest of the semester, it was like watching Bill Nye. Yeah, sure. I was like a junior in high school, and yeah. we were watching Bill Nye. Yeah, I watched a lot of Bill Nye. <laughs> watched a lot of Mythbusters. That yeah. Was the other, yeah. yeah, that was the other one. I had a coach who was like really great because he was the, my health class teacher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he was like a former player in the NFL. So, like, whenever he got to the drug portion, like, he really knew his shit. Like, like he, he, I mean, it wasn't like he's like, oh, cocaine is great or anything like that. It was just like, he, he was just very honest. He's like, hey, you know, drugs, I've done drugs, you know, they are fun, but all of them have repercussions like right, you know right. i'm not i'm not gonna sit here and tell you you know they're bad never do them but if you do drugs you will end up a successfully employed adult like myself yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah no he was he was tight as hell yeah. uh and i had a couple of other coaches and it was the it was the same thing though it was like they would get really passionate about one aspect of it and the rest is just, just a drag. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> so like my senior year, uh, uh, I kind of I kind of fucked up though on the science class I took. Oh no, what'd you take? Uh, well, so I took uh, AP Environmental Science. Okay, yeah. And I had a cool teacher. Don't get me wrong. Sure. Uh, she was actually she was the shit. She would let me leave class all the time to go shoot videos with my friends that were in like the video class. Hell yeah. Because uh, it was the same period. They were, like come in multiple times a week and just pull me out. Shout out, you my boys. Um. But the thing that I missed out on was the both of the coaches who taught forensics, which was the other option for senior year. Yeah. All they did was watch Law & Order. Oh, that's a good class. All they did was watch Law & Order. There were uh, no tests. There were no quizzes. There was no homework. There was you showed up. He pressed play on Law & Order. Yeah. Who says our public school is failing? <laughs> I've learned a lot through Law and Order. I learned a lot in AP Environmental Science when I was there. So. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but you couldn't solve a crime where shit. No. Unless it happened to, like, a bug. Well, I could say one thing for sure about crimes, Zach. Yeah. I didn't do it. You didn't do it. I didn't do it. Well, Marshall, I think now uh, <laughs> is a good time for us to kick off our, our first segment, and that is, of course, Beer of the Day. Let me go again, please. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. It's time for Beer of the Day. Zach, stop buying Miller Lite. Nothing to say about it? Nah, I'm just going (laughs) to... I'm going to let this one pass. Okay, yeah. that's fair. That's Marshall, fair. what are you drinking? So I'm trying something new, something I never had before. I was I was pretty intent on getting a beer tonight. Sure. Because yeah. the segment's called Beer of the Day. I've been drinking a lot of like, like I know I've had some Twisted Teas in recent episodes. Uh, last sure. week I think I had like a Haritos. Yeah. Uh, uh, like soda Hard drink. Soda. Yeah. Um, and so I was looking through the beers, the big beers, and I said, why do they have cans of Arizona over here? Yeah. And then I saw the word hard. Yeah. On the middle zona. of the can. Yeah, it's a hard zona. <laughs> <laughs> Learned about that in health class. Um yeah. <laughs> My coach was just like, here's the thing, hard zonas are fun. Hard zona was the thing he was passionate about. <laughs> yeah. He got divorced over it. Oh God. Yeah. That poor and or lucky woman. Yeah. Um <laughs> Ironically, you know where she moved to? Arizona? No, hard New Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Who Hexaco? (laughs) Yeah. That's Um, what the locals call it. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, uh, yeah, I'm drinking a... (laughs) 
<laughs> a uh, Arizona green tea with ginseng and honey, just yeah. like I normally like to drink. But this one is a premium spiked beverage. It's hard. It's hard. It does say original Arizona real brewed green tea, and that makes me a little dubious because I feel like the original didn't have booze in it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm a big Arizona head, so I'm I'm pretty happy with it. it it's I, when I drank it uh, initially, I kind of shuddered because I wasn't expecting it to taste so boozy. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time with like uh, uh, the taste of liquor. Yeah, um, which is weird because we do the show, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I like beer because yeah. beer has such a strong abrasive upfront taste that sure. it usually covers up the strong abrasive background taste of the booze. Yeah. So. Do you remember when we tried to do that? Uh, that uh, ear drunk like kind of show where it was just like we did peyote. Oh, dude, yeah, we just recorded ourselves tripping on drugs. Yeah, it was. Uh, we <laughs> we sold it to ETV and they just never ended up using it. So. Yeah, well, to be fair, there were eight hour episodes. Yeah, well, I mean, <sighs> no cuts, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was start to finish. Yeah, a lot of it was just me breathing really heavily and going. <sighs> Well, you kept putting the camera in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I was worried that somebody was in there. You're like, are there germs in here? Look, look, are there? Are, am I sick? Man, we should we should redo that show. Yeah, yeah we should. <laughs> hey, uh, you're drunk at gmail.com. Let us know if you would watch an eight hour stream uh, of of me and Zach eating peyote for eight hours. Yeah. Not, well, we're eating it probably for like two minutes, and it's, then like proceeding to. The, I, I guess. Peyote's probably way longer than eight hours, huh? That's probably like a twelve or fourteen hour thing. Maybe I don't know. It's the one I. It's one I haven't done. I know you puke like one hundred percent of the time. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not like mushrooms where you puke sometimes. It's like ayahuasca where you like. Yeah, it's shit it's, and it's piss you're guaranteed to get sick. Uh, there's other cacti that you can get like extract the 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 same like mescaline type chemical from mm-hmm. um it's usually from the tar and uh i remember i had a buddy who who ate some of that and he was just puking and puking um and i was just like word i think yeah i think i'm good i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna smoke this blunt and watch peewee's playhouse yeah. <laughs> i gotta say though I, with my own sort of feeling with psychedelics if you puke on it it just hits you way harder you know i mean i'm sure i've never puked on psychedelics oh man i've uh, i've done it a couple of times and uh it's not fun uh, but am, like, as soon as you're done puking, you're just going, "Holy shit, I'm fucked up." That checks out, just because for you to do enough that it causes you to be sick, you know, because like, because like, uh, like psilocybin, like mushrooms, yeah, uh, that can make you sick. Because literally, it's the food thing, poisoning. it's food yeah. poisoning. The yeah. thing that's making you trip is the food poisoning interaction with the psilocybin. Yeah. Um, and so it it kind of checks out that it's like when you puke, you have a harder trip because you ate enough mushrooms to make you puke. You know what yeah. I? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that might just be a volume issue. <laughs> it was more of a, I shouldn't have had all this beer on top of this. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's not even the psychedelics making you puke. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't an absurd amount that I drank. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of drinking, Zach, oh, yeah. I see you've got a big white can, but I don't see I don't see the signature of the Miller Brothers on it. Well, Marshall, I'm going to need you to give me a couple of things. And that's two zigzags. Because I'm drinking that Colt 45, baby. It goes down smooth. Baby, it's all in me. Getting high as hell in the coat. I'm not well versed in my Afro man. 
Good, the peyote's working. <laughs> that wasn't what you tasted when you was... cracked into the Arizona. <laughs> when I cracked into it, did you? How did you spike my closed can? This is this is very scary implications. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing: I'm a comedian, and we all know that comedians are real sons of bitches, and will fucking just like uh, you know fucking don't, drug their friends. Don't you dare talk about your mother that way. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. I always forget that. I've been very deliberate not to dox your mother in this conversation, though. So, <laughs> well, Marshall, I do want to say it goes down smooth. You know, you remember the Colt Forty Five commercials uh, with uh, Lando Calrissian? No, like, was he in character or was it just that actor? It was Billy D. Williams, the actor. Okay, uh, and yeah, he would just show up to parties with Colt Forty Five. I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I had this, like, strat when I was in college. Oh, yeah. Where I'd get invited to a party. And you'd show up. With, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would have a, a, my Miller High Life, the big 32-ounce gold can. Yeah. Um, and then I'd have a blunt on my ear. Yeah. And that way, when I walked into the party, it was, like, no stress. I would walk into the party, all eyes on me. Everyone's like, this guy is here to party. Yeah. <laughs> it took all the stress off. Yeah. Until I smoked the blunt, and then I got very stressed because of the, the social Par- situation yeah, the I paranoia. Have put, I've put on myself. I said, why does everyone want to talk to me? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I showed up to this party to be alone. I got to get out of here. <laughs> you Help! <yell>. Help! <laughs> Who is that guy? I don't want to. I gotta talk to him. <laughs> I can identify with him. I need help too. <laughs> this is a crazy world we all reside within. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marshall, I think we should move on to our next segment, and I believe it's something that you've been cooking up for this uh, for this episode. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, um. Hey, earbuds, it's Marshall here, and uh, we're gearing up for a really fun episode. Uh, But if you have problems starting fires, well, there's help everywhere. I know, I know, this show, it's fun and it's good times, and yeah, Arsonist Anonymous sounds like a silly prompt. But, like, just because fire is cool and hot and fun and fun to watch, and yeah, like... Media does bombard us with images of, like, the really cool fires. Yeah. Like when Notre Dame caught on fire. Yeah, I hate that school. (laughs) When the Notre Dame Cathedral caught on fire. Oh, yeah, that too. (laughs) But that doesn't mean you've got to do it. So I implore you, seek some solace in less destructive hobbies. There's so many solutions out there for things you can do other than start fires. Like what, Marshall? You can do drugs. <laughs> yeah. You can shoot guns. Yeah. Safe. Both of those. Good safe. Uh, you can you can you can race on the highway against yeah. other cars that are souped up to race. Yeah, it makes it look really cool in all the movies. You can uh, you can you can you can do all sorts of stuff, folks, and 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 that's just. I want to leave that with y'all because we're about to make fires sound. Pretty cool. Yeah. Mostly because fires are pretty fucking cool. (laughs) Man, I feel like our show, you know, influences a lot of people in a negative way. 
Yeah, we're kind of the catcher in the rye of the podcast game. Yeah. Like, you ever think somebody listens to, like, one of our episodes and they're like, damn, I'm going to fucking rob the shit out of a circuit city. (laughs) They listen to one of our episodes and they just go, I'm Jason Statham. (laughs) (laughs) That's the scariest one. Because that's identity theft. (laughs) Unless it is actually Jason Statham. And then it's like, how the hell did he get this? Hey, Jason, if you're listening, thank you. We love you. You don't have to promote us or anything. It's fine. I just appreciate the ear. Shoot us an email. Shoot us an email. And folks. Is Transporter 5 (laughs) coming out? Are there four Transporter movies? Wait, are are there more than one Transporter movie is the question I should have asked. There's (laughs) three for sure. Okay. (laughs) I didn't want to just say four. Because four might might be be out out there. But I definitely know there's three. Uh, he's actually uh, going to be in the King of the Hill reboot. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I, that's not true. Does he play him. Lucky? <laughs> he, he plays all of them, dude. <laughs> it's a real like Nutty Professor kind of situation. A real Norbit. <laughs> I think Nutty Professor was the wrong pool there. Real Norbit. <laughs> God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> He, like, stomps out his cigarette. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> God damn it, Bobby. What do you mean you want to go to clown school? That's pretty fucking stupid if you ask me. Boy, I'll tell you what. <laughs> that's, that's really hard to do. I'll tell you what. Oh, boy, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you ever seen... <laughs> hey, Bobby, you ever seen Expendables? <laughs> Anyways, to finish this segment off, just remember, folks, we here at Ear Drunk Care. Yeah. Now, back to the show. (laughs) Well, Marshall, great, great segment. I I loved it. You know, very informative. I think I absolved our liability there, which was the biggest issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we need to do more segments like that. Because the law is a watching. Yeah, yeah. We talk a lot about what we feel about police. And, well, and I know uh, a lot of cops listen to this show because the email keeps <laughs> the email keeps getting these emails. I know I'm the guy who checks the emails, so you don't yeah. see it. But I open it, um, and it just says freeze, and then my screen flashes blue and red. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so I think they're on to me. Yeah, dude, that's not good. I got it after I downloaded... <laughs> I got it after I downloaded Transporter 4 from LimeWire. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marshall, we've reached the main segment of our show. And uh, if you could do me a solid, because I'm just drinking on this Colt 4F5, if you could let the listeners know uh, how we do this part of the show, the same way every single time we do this part. Yeah, sure thing. So uh, basically, we're getting into the main segment of our show, folks. And some of y'all have been longtime listeners, and I know you're thinking, who are these guys who are just not keeping up? Like, they do it the same way every week. But listen, it's important to be welcoming. It's important to be kind. And so I say on today, the Arsonist's Anonymous episode, my goal is to light the fire of empathy in your heart. So this week, Zach and I have done what we do every single week for this show, the same way, no matter what. We've each created a five-song playlist, and then we wrote down stuff 
about that playlist and how it relates to the prompt Arsonist Anonymous. But then, just like every week, we crumpled up all of our paper notes, because we still do our notes on paper. We put them inside of a birdhouse, a birdhouse, a birdhouse, and then we lit them on fire and burned that birdhouse, bird, bird, ha- birdhouse down to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> burn bird, burn bird, burn bird. <laughs> um, Hold on, folks. I think Marshall's having a stroke. Ah! Okay, I'm back. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that yell put all the blood back in my brain hole, so I'm yeah. good. Um, uh, here's the thing, also. Uh, no birds were harmed during the making of this episode. Of course it's a vacant burn, burn house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a murderer. I'm just someone who needs help. I'm not a murderer. <laughs> it's a person who murders birds. I'm not a murderer. You're a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much how yeah. how legible that was. Yeah, no, nah, don't worry. I'm 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 webbing what a stroke looks like. <laughs> it's just a picture of me with headphones on. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> it looks just like you. No, Zach, you have the forward facing camera on. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, but so uh, uh, we've each made a five song playlist. Stroke. We burned we burned the birdhouse just like every week. Um, um, and now. We're gonna recite it from memory. That's right. That's how we do it, <laughs> each, each, and every single time. No changes. No ever. changes ever. Because consistency is the key to a good product. Yep. Well, Marshall, uh, I'm a, I'm gonna jump right into my, my arsonist anonymous, and uh, well, you know, we're gonna have somebody introduce themselves. Cool. Hello. Hello. Is. This is my first time being here. Oh my god, it's sheep Jason Statham. And my name is Doug. By catching the moth. Hi, Doug. That's Doug. <laughs> Man, I love this song because it starts off with that spoken word intro where the guy's like, my my friend Doug said I wouldn't write a song about him. See, I, I feel like... <laughs> and you I bet feel me like, I wouldn't. I feel like it's a stretch to call the intro or the outro spoken word. Like, <laughs> like, like technically correct, yes. But but there's a, I think there's a difference between just a guy talking and spoken word. <laughs> Marshall, this is technically spoken word. What we're doing now, spoken word. Welcome to the Ear Drunk Poetry Slam. (laughs) There's our bud! (laughs) You scared him out! (laughs) Oh, oh. Oh, I hit him. Oh, uh, Marshall and I, we have a special guest on this episode, and it is a bug that is in his room. It's a mosquito hawk. It's it's been in my room for at least two days now, because I saw it yesterday when I was playing Slay the Spire. Yeah, and you think he would, like, 
get out of here at some point. The door was open. Yeah. I guess he just saw the door open and just let himself in. Yeah, I get it, though. I hang out with you a lot, so <laughs> I get why he wants to keep hanging around you. Hey, anyways, just... <laughs> Marshall, Doug. Doug. N- nothing about bugs. We gotta talk about Doug. <laughs> I love this song because it's just so much synth. You know? Dude, so much synth. And it's it's got that, the beep boop one. It's got the yeah. swelly one. It's got that kind of like bubbly one. Yeah, it's got that little tingly one that comes in. <laughs> synth is so cool, dude. Yeah, it's fucking just dope. Uh, I also just love his vocal harmonies. Like he just does like so many intricate things by just <laughs> singing Doug yeah. over and over again. That's pretty fun. Uh, I'm not good at writing words. Yeah. <laughs> and then the lyrics are Doug. Yeah. It was good because I was I just typed in Doug. And then I was like, ah oh, shit. Here's a song that's just Doug. I like that you 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 set out, you said arsonist anonymous. I need to come up first with an arsonist. Yeah. And you just typed a name yeah. <laughs> into Spotify. And I was like, Doug seems like a guy who'd light some shit on fire. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, so, uh, uh, Catching, uh, Catching the Moth, they have 35 monthlies, one album, and, uh, one EP, and the EP's new. Uh, his first album, the one that this is off of, I believe it's called Rose Tainted Glasses, it's really fun, but, um, he has an intro for the album where he just says, like, this is a culmination of, like, three years of me just making various different, like, demo stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it kind of just jumps around genre and other stuff like that. He's a very talented artist. Like, it's it's very interesting l- to listen to. There's a lot of, like, really great stuff on there. But- it's kind of like a demonstration of his various talents, though, rather than, like, a cohesive, like, right. this song into this song into this song. Yeah, kind of and he says that up front. He's just like, yeah, this is just, uh, he's like, I, I lost some music, like, uh, off, like, a hard drive or something, but this is the stuff I had left. But honestly, like, albums like that a lot of times can be, like, they can hit just as hard. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I think of, like, one of my favorite albums ever is just the Gorilla self-titled album. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons I like that one so much is because they're still figuring out what the Gorillas are. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and there's each of those songs on that album. You can see, listening to their later music, like, kind of where they went with, like, the concepts there. Right, yeah. But you have, like, a huge variety in what you're listening to. You know, you have songs like punk compared to songs like... Uh, 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 19 to 2000 yeah um where it's just like it's just like uh uh, one of them's a lot of crazy like beep boopy squeak noises Mm -hmm. um and the other one's just like a punk song yeah um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i'm really interested to seeing where this you know what this guy makes next his newest ep is a little bit more cohesive it's mostly i would say like acoustic indie uh, okay. And it's it's really good. I I found plenty of songs on there that I liked a lot. Hell yeah! Um, but I would recommend the song uh, "Spiders in the Webs" <laughs> and uh, "Night Monkeys." One of those animals is where it belongs, and the other ones in a scary place. Yeah, I'll let you decide which. <laughs> <laughs> my, my name is Doug, and I'm an arsonist. Hi, Doug. The first fire I ever saw was on my first birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> my, my parents brought out the cake, <laughs> and I ate the candle. Oh. Oh, no. And that day I learned that fire is hot. By Nick Witzman. Transformer blow. 
there's one element I really like in this song, and mm. it's that the vocal melody follows but does not in any way, shape, or form perfectly match the piano harmony. Yeah. So it's like when it's bouncy, mm-hmm. he's kind of like matching but almost alternate doing the long drawn out version where the emphasis is still on the same little bounces mm-hmm. and then it gets into where the piano is doing that more legato thing and it's like he's doing his own melody but then at the end of the piano like like riff i guess mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh it dips down and his vocals go down with it yeah so it's like it's really interesting because it's not like a perfect match but the melodies match in like in like a really just nice way i mm-hmm. like it yeah as soon as i heard this i was like it's just so light and jazzy. Man, this fire is hot. Yeah, I was just like, oh, it's just like, also, like, the percussion itself is so simplistic. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it has that, like, uh, I think it's pronounced, like, Wiro. Uh, the the little, like, ridge uh, uh, thing that has the stick, and you just kind of, like, move it down. Yeah! That thing I have up on the shelf up there? Yeah! It's like that. Guy. So, yeah, it creates that, like, scratchy <laughs> sound. You know, I just, like, I, I felt like, oh, man, I haven't really heard that in a song recently. <laughs> you know? And I was like, damn, that, like, really, like, it's like chef's kiss, you know? <laughs> um, I love when the uh, melody changes to that, like, descending part mm-hmm. you know like kind of it's not really the chorus because the fire is hot part i guess is the chorus but it's like right before the chorus he does this like really interesting descending melody with both his vocals and the piano and then like uh while that's happening there's like a tambourine shake you know <laughs> like i don't know i just love it a lot uh but he's at 107 monthlies uh he's got four albums i'd recommend the song renting a truck and roadkill Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Roadkill's really funny. Oh, I I thought the song name was Renting a Truck and Roadkill. Nah. And I was like, I love the implication of just like You're gonna renting a truck something. from the Home yeah. Depot and just like with intent. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not going to do this in my own car. I got a score to settle with these frogs. Oh, no. <laughs> frogs are so cute. I know. It's real degenerate. <laughs> Not the man who made the song, but just the hypothetical person. <laughs> this character. Yeah. Nick Winsman. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it sounds like a great guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to be around fire. I would go to camping sites and not bring a tent. Just stay out all night looking at it. I would only eat bananas, fosters, and smalls. <laughs> My gastrologist says I'd only have a f- two years left to live. <laughs> I always wanted to know what it feels like, though. So when I was 16 years old, I lit my pants on fire. <laughs> By the Ed Kemper Trio. No, that's even worse than Doug.
god, that ribs, dude. Yeah. I fucking loved that. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I think I just typed in setting on fire or something on fire, and then when I finally got through all the Alicia Keys covers, <laughs> I found this, and I was just like, oh fuck, this rules. It's just it's just that screaming the whole time, but it's like it's that kind of screaming. That just sounds unhealthy. It sounds desperate and like like just scary. It's know? like it's like it's not screaming like, oh, this person's been practicing vocal fries. It's yeah. screaming like, oh, this guy set his pants on fire and is trying to get out of the situation yeah. now. <laughs> it's just it has such intensity, you know? That's what I love about this song. It really, really emphasizes like uh uh like oh he's on fire. You know? <laughs> um, Are you gonna talk about the band name? Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get to that here in a second. Okay, but let's, okay. Just, let's keep going on the song. That's the, fair. That's the fair. fucking uh, the the slide on that guitar, mm-hmm. like it's just so fucking good. Like it's just uh, like they come in with that like sort of like two chord progression, and then it's just that fucking slide just yeah. like sets it off. You know, it. My favorite part in the whole song is when they do that progression. And then it drops out to just like the the taka 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 yeah, yeah. taka taka everything's tip tapping yeah and it's and just the, like the you're muted yeah like <laughs> you're just fucking like, strumming you're yeah. just like waiting for a breakdown waiting for a breakdown and it goes on for way it too goes, long it goes on about twice as long as you think this section should go and then yeah. it's just back into the first riff instead of a breakdown I, yeah. I don't know that I loved that and then I when loved it, that and then when it does get to the breakdown it's just like oh fuck yeah. <laughs> They're playing the riff slower and heavier. Yeah, but just uh, so so we can now talk about the name, the Ed Kemper Trio. Yeah, you know Ed Kemper, Eddie Kemper. Yeah, murderer. (laughs) It's not. It's not Eddie Kemper. It's Eddie Yeen. It's Ed Kemper. It's Ed Kemper. Yeah, Yeah, Eddie Yeen. I mean, it's it's just Ed Yeen too. I just always call refer to him as Eddie. I don't know why. Well, anyways, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this band—they fucking rule. Uh, they were around from uh, I think it was like 1997 to like 2004. Uh, that checks out. Yeah, they were a part of just like the noise, like like uh, punk scene in uh, Alabama, I believe, specifically Montgomery. Where? Uh, but they're fucking great. Uh, they got six monthly listens. Uh, on Spotify, they have four albums, but unfortunately, this is the only album that's on Spotify. Oh, word! And this, I believe, this is later in their career because it came out around 2004 before gotcha. they like separated. And I think they were signed to like a specific label during that time, and that's why it's on Spotify. Ah, uh, but yeah. you can find all their other music on Bandcamp if you really like Hell this yeah. shit. Uh, they're fucking dope. Uh, I would recommend the song "Lower GI Joe." And people will eat anything. <laughs> After I lit my pants on fire, I burned up all my bits. Oh. It looks like a hot dog that got left on the grill too long. That's normal. That's perfectly normal. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise, Doug. If you could believe me, not many people do now. Because my pants were on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I say laughing. Let me. That's always the goal. I don't have a lot. I don't have any friends or lovers. I don't have a job. 
I don't have hobbies. I don't have a cool catchphrase. <laughs> like like Bazinga. Oh <laughs> very cool, Doug. Or like Kiss My Grits. What's what? <laughs> oh, it's from the seventies. Oh, okay, Lord. I have nothing. Sometimes I feel like I'm setting fire to my own free time. <laughs> By the vision of a dying world. song is like if a waltz was played by like a band of chucky cheese animatronics that have been sitting in a swamp for 12 years yeah (laughs) i like to think it's that part in the documentary about a small town when like (laughs) the creepy stuff happens you know (laughs) that's when the creepy stuff happened that's when jeb went missing again again I stopped naming our missing kids Jeb. <laughs> they always go missing, don't they? <laughs> Ooh, that's just Southern living for you. You think you think by the fourth or fifth Jeb we would have just picked a different name, but I do love Jeb. Oh, I miss him so much. I miss all of them. Oh, I miss them so much. I miss them so much. They were so cute. Oh, Jeb, I miss y'all every day. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, I I fucking uh, love this song. Uh, though to be fair, the first time I heard this, it was like my first night in the new house alone. Oh, for real, <laughs> <laughs> dude! The first night I came here by myself uh, when we were still living in the old house, and I was just moving some shit over after work. Yeah, uh, 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 I got mega spooked out here, yeah. dude. Well, I saw that little hole in the ceiling in my closet that yeah, goes the, to the attic. Yeah, where the goblin lives. Yeah. <laughs> the first, like, three times I came into my room when I was in the house alone, I said, attic guy, please vacate the premises, just in case. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> and he'd just be like, oh, my bad. <laughs> my name's Jeb. They're looking for me. <laughs> I don't want to go back. <laughs> they didn't like me because I'm British. And they're all Southern. <laughs> I'm uh, not southern, I'm from Wales. <laughs> I watched too much Downton Abbey growing up. <laughs> I am southern, I just love the show, he said. I just love the show. Pardon me while I go fetch my petticoat. <laughs> We're gonna be late to NASCAR. <laughs> They're just watching NASCAR <laughs> on the television. The British kid's like, a, <laughs> I like the car that's sponsored by Lipton Tea. <laughs> <laughs> Cheerio, <Gabra. laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, man, uh, I just like so I heard this song and I was like, man, this is really good. And I listened to it a couple times and I was like, I'm 
Freaks the fuck out right now. That's spooky, dude. It's, it's spooky. spooky song. It's just I don't know what it is about like just plucking banjo strings and then just like someone kind of singing in the background, just like one note that just like sends a shiver down my spine. <laughs> uh, but they made a fucking kazoo evil, Marshall. Yeah, I mean that's just that's just kazoos. Yeah. But they're that like they don't sound evil, they just are. Yeah, it's but the like nature the, of the instrument. It's the subtext of the kazoo. Really, but this is like no subtext on the kazoo. What, what the director did with the kazoo subtext was terrifying. <laughs> and I told George Harrison, <laughs> if you play that kazoo, that's a number one record. You know that guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the vision of the dying world, they got 78 monthlies. Uh, they have three albums. Uh, I think they were only around from like 2004 to like 2011. Uh, I think it was a, a couple of brothers who started this band. And I believe like San Francisco or San Diego. One of the sands, San Serif. Uh, <laughs> y'all just got faunted. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we should make a prank show called Fonted. Font. Fontuned. Fontuned. It's like punk, but with fonts. Fonted. <laughs> Is that be Times New Roman? No, it's Times Old Roman. Nah, that, that joke was Comic Sans as fuck, dog. <laughs> uh, but I would recommend their songs uh, uh, Cadillac Bears. And on my way to the dying farm. <laughs> oh, sorry. And on my way to the dairy farm. <laughs> my thumb was over the D part. <laughs> and their name was Dying World. Oh, what a misnomer. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that up. Sorry, boys. The dying farm. That's where they uh, send your pets when they get old. That's just a graveyard. Yeah, that's just, yeah. Nothing <laughs> ever grows. <laughs> Oh, yep, 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 yep. These dead fish make the best fertilizer. <laughs> Got a good crop coming Why do we in. We keep doing southern voices. We've been doing that a lot lately. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta go with what you know. <laughs> it's nothing I'm doing except for like doing cool Zippo tricks or a lot of matches with my teeth. <laughs> I don't have any possessions. Everything I've ever had, I've burned. My house, my car, my goldfish, all turned to ash. (laughs) But after all of that, I don't want to stop. By Disco Despair and Ridney.
fucking slap bass, bro. Groovy, 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 groovy. Yeah, man, I just love this song. I, I, like, I feel like it's a really good balance of like it's got some disco elements to it, mm-hmm. you know. But it's just very heavily like EDM, like all the uh, transitions and all the sort of like modulation on the instruments kind of just you know blends those two uh, genres together. No, absolutely. It was it was funny because I had a thought while we were listening to it uh, where I was just like. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this is what disco would have sounded like if they had computers. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't a bunch of fucking nerds. Oh! Oh! oh. I traded my bell bottoms for a pacifier. <laughs> it's rave culture, baby. <laughs> At first, I thought you were calling them babies. No. And I just... <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm the candy kid here. <laughs> the candy baby, I guess. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> babies are just kids that don't know it, you know? <laughs> what a weird way to define babies. <laughs> they don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, oh, little baby, shit his pants and doesn't have object permanence? <laughs> Man. Where'd I- the beat go? Where'd the beat go? <laughs> Man, I, uh, so I was hanging out at the Super Bowl. And I got a little nephew, he's a little baby, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it's weird because that baby loves football. Oh yeah, yeah, like legit. If you just plop him in front, like I mean, he's like maybe a couple of months old, but it's like you plop him in front of a TV with football on, he's like watching dead silent, right? Until he's the, got that violence brewing in his blood. Yeah, until the fucking 49ers scored and they start bawling his eyes out. Ah, big Chiefs guy, huh? Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. I think he just, he knows which ones his dad hates. <laughs> he's he's watched dad yell at the TV enough yeah. to know what's bad. And it's funny because it's like my niece, she's a couple years older, and now she's replicating what my our other brother does when he watches sports, and he just yells, you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> and then so this little tiny person just goes, you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> it was very fun. That sounds way more fun to watch than the Super Bowl. It so. was. <laughs> yeah, I was just there to eat food and drink. <laughs> Which is kind of like my go-to with most places, I kind of just realized. As <laughs> I like, if you know, eat food and drink, that's I'm a great place. I'm here to eat food and drink, and I'm all out of food. <laughs> Officer? <laughs> <laughs> Pulled over off I forty five. Like, <laughs> you got any chips? You roll down the window and cans fall out of the car. <laughs> That's always my favorite. That's always like my favorite bit in like cartoons or like movies. Is like when someone like w- steps out of the car and there's just like thirty beers that fall out. <laughs> it's like how the fuck were you driving with all that? Like, not one of them rolled under the fucking gas or the brake or something, you know? Movie magic. Movie magic. (laughs) You see, the cans weren't in the car until the shot where we opened the door. Yeah. That was Steven Spielberg. (laughs) (laughs) He sounds very creepy. Yeah. (laughs) Hollywood. Uh, anyways, but yeah, back to, uh, to the song. That's really good. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I just also, uh, I just, the chorus is so good. Like it just hits, 
Like, even listening to it, you can hear, like, kind of when the lights would just, like, flash. You know uh-huh. what I'm talking about? It's like, I don't wanna stop! You know, you can just see, like, a shitload of lights just, like, sort of, like, happening right at that, like, yep. moment in the song, you know? Uh, but, uh, so, these two artists, uh, Disco Despair, they got about 15,000 monthlies, uh, two EPs and six singles. Uh, I would recommend the song Freak With Me. Uh, and then uh, Ridney, he's uh, he's doing a little bit better. He's at two hundred thousand monthly. Oh, dip! He's got one album out, and I'd recommend the song "You Ain't Breaking My Heart." <laughs> you you better you won't. You know, I don't want to stop breaking your heart. But Marshall, that is the end of my playlist. Well, I hope Doug decides to stop. Because it sounds like Doug's on a downward trajectory. Yeah, I mean he's uh he's in the group. That's true. That's so, true. You know any any pro- any progress is progress. Yeah. The first step is acknowledging that you <laughs> you've burned everything in your life to the ground. Yeah, even his dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> that's what all of them look like. <laughs> When I was writing that, I just I I don't know what movie it's from or something, but I just just pictured a charred you know like charred up body you know <laughs> with just like a raging boner. <laughs> I don't think that's from a movie. <laughs> nah, I think that's in Star Wars Episode Four, the Fire Boner. Yeah, I think it's like his uh, his his uncle, like when and his aunt. When they're the skeletons on the ground, because because they were boning when they died. Yeah, <laughs> I think they got rid of that because of George Lucas. You know, like how yeah. they like re added in like CGI and well, stuff. Like, I think they took out all the boners in Star Wars. I think it was the the volcano at Pompeii. Yeah, when that one, one dude was jacking that off. one dude's jacking yeah. off when he died. He got he got he got permanently. Uh, I was gonna say frozen, but I guess fried. Yeah, uh, I think uh, that's pretty fun. Like, I think, I mean, I, I would not be upset if people didn't see me for, like, several hundred or a thousand years after I died. I don't know when the Pompeii explosion was. Yeah. Uh, but when they did see me, I was just pounding pud. <laughs> 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 like, that's that's a legacy I can get behind. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I know what this guy was all about. Yeah. And it rules. You know, men are only men only think about one thing, and it's jacking off during a volcano explosion. <laughs> it's moments like that in history where I go, you know, we're not so different. <laughs> people are just people, man. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, dude, you didn't even have like Pornhub. <laughs> he was. He drew like he drew like some titties that just looked like two donuts on the wall. <laughs> you know, just two circles with smaller circles in them. <laughs> Ah, you remind me of Trish. (laughs) Uh, Is this an hardcore history? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dan Carlin, all about this. Yeah, cool, cool. (laughs) I've only listened to that snippet. Uh, (laughs) Oh, you listened to all the way coming home today? Yeah. That snippet? Yeah, and I was like, man, would this guy talk about the Pompeii jerk off guy. <laughs> That's like a whole episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, what sucks is he was edging. The guy was gooning. He'd been, he'd been jerking off for like six hours at this point. <laughs> he had, he had, he had four of those pairs of donut tits on each of his walls. So he kept looking at the other one, like, ah, ooh, ah, ah. ooh. <laughs> 
the Pompeii Gooner. <laughs> oh, I guess I should dive into my playlist. <laughs> I guess. I mean, this could be the rest of it, but I don't. I don't think you got a playlist. We should stop talking about the Pompeii Gooner. I'm just an old-fashioned, hard-boiled detective. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like the world just keeps moving towards some lawless, fucked-up future that I don't understand. Just yesterday, I worked on the fifth arson case this month. Twelve dead. All of the fires used the same propellant. It's gotta be the same guy. But the commissioner, he just doesn't believe me. I think the guy burns things out of compulsion, and I think he feels guilty. Because at the last crime scene, I found a Garfield comic. <laughs> All the text was scratched out to read, please stop me. Maybe he's trying to get better. So I'm going to follow this lead, unethically, to an arsonist's anonymous meeting. That's right. I'm going undercover. By Idly. Put your dick out, feed the mold. Turn your headlights and read the signs. Don't let regret run your mind. Too expensive to waste your time. Trying to turn around. Man, there's a lot to like about this song. Um, I really love the reverb on the rhythm guitar, and then how sharply that contrasts with like the super thin pointed leads that come in on the second verse. Mm-hmm. Um, it just is just I don't know. It's such a good mix. Um, it's got those vocal melodies that are just like so smooth. Yeah. Uh, I put that this is a great song to listen to during a stakeout if you gotta stay calm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's very groovy it's very soulful yeah yep, yep. Uh, and then you only heard one of them Zach but it's got two guitar solos in it Ooh. and they're both killer yeah. <laughs> I like them a lot <laughs> I like how he was like you know even the song's called like undercover it's like man he was talking about fire a lot yeah he was yeah he was I was like man that really fits well <laughs> when I found this one there's there a bunch of songs called undercover um, a lot of them kind of suck. Um, <laughs> and sure. then I came across this one and it was like, it was like Eureka. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I well, like maybe, this. It's fitting. It's yeah. thematically appropriate. Maybe they are good songs, but they're just, they're undercover. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> undercover. Does it say anything about the song other than like the intent? Yeah. <laughs> what if, what have you, what have you played it in reverse? <laughs> Then it's the devil being like, don't start fires. Don't start fires. Um, <laughs> Which is mixed messages. She's like, oh, I thought I was doing for this. You know, this for the devil. <laughs> so uh, this band, it's, I, I pronounced it idly. It's I-D-L-Y. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, so that could be idly. 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 Ideally? I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Ideally, it's idly. 
Uh, they have 433 monthly listeners on Spotify currently, but honestly, that's a really great start. Uh, this song only came out two weeks ago, and it's the only song they have out. Oh, shit! Uh, so to have 433 different people listening to it... Yeah! No, that's really fucking great. Much less, like, the total number of plays on it. Like, super solid for a start. Oh, definitely. Unfortunately, that means I don't have another song to recommend for y'all. Yeah. Uh, but I'm really hyped to see, like, what they do next. And yeah. definitely keep your eyes on this, your ears. Uh, listen. Keep your ears peeled. Ow. Uh, <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen to Idly. <laughs> Unskin your ears. <laughs> I hated that. Um. <laughs> I think everyone else did too. Thank you for listening. The meeting is being held in an old church. I fill all three of my trusty flasks before entering. At the back of the room, I grab a donut and a coffee before sitting at one of the rear pews. I pour my entire first flask of bourbon into the bean water. <laughs> a small man in glasses approaches the front and begins the meeting. I click on my audio recorder and have a sip of my coffee. Uh, my name's Walter P. Burning, and uh, I'm an arsonist. <laughs> uh, I'd like to uh, change my ways because I know uh, people are hurt by my actions. I'm currently uh, only uh, 24 hours burn free, but you know, you gotta start somewhere, right? I need to get back on the wagon, because uh, my wife said she'll leave me if she uh, finds another uh, bottle of Zippo fluid at home. <laughs> Bingo, I think to myself. <laughs> That's My Guy, by Cheryl and Pam Johnson. Ah! He's good looking, yes sir. man i like that a lot yeah man yeah me too uh i was i was really happy because i just searched that's my guy on spotify <laughs> <laughs> so to find something i liked was good it was yeah good. sure that's always a good feeling uh so this song is uh, a single off of a series called the complete stacks singles mm-hmm. uh, so this is a nine piece cd box set uh, with a bunch of singles produced by Atlantic Records from 1959 to 1968. Oh, hell yeah. This song, to me, is really fun. Um, it's got kind of that, like, bouncy guitar and that jangling keys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does that, that like, doubled vocals uh, where both, uh, uh, I guess, Cheryl and Pam uh, are singing uh, together. It's a good guess. But it's got that old, like, like obviously it's recorded uh, between 1959 and 1968, but it's just got that, like, old-timey feel to the vocals that's, yeah. like, really emphasized with the doubled-up vocals through those kind of, like, crackly mics. Yeah, well, it's also a song where it's, like, it's... It's not a song that's, like, showcasing, like, how great of singers we are, 
right? Right. It's like a song that everyone could sing along to, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. It's like in that vocal range. And because like it is just so like bright and like, you know, sort of like poppy, mm-hmm. it's just like a, one of those songs that fits that era because it's just like, yeah, you can hear this on a jukebox, you <laughs> know, with some girl wearing a poodle skirt. And some dude wearing a leather jacket, and Fonzie's there, and he has hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when just... Zach said that, he put his hand up to his mouth like he was telling me a secret. <laughs> y'all just missed that, so I wanted to cue y'all in. <laughs> Sometimes we miss the visual cues that make it funny. <laughs> um, I put that it sounds like something that you would hear like on a, a radio station in one of the Fallout games. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, you're just like cruising around, bl- turning bandits into wet meat. And yeah. just like, just like, that's my guy. That's my guy. <laughs> So uh, Cheryl and Pam Johnson, they only released a one seven-inch record uh, with a track on either side. Uh, So the other song I'm going to hype up here, it's called Lonely Girl. Um, It is not on Spotify, though. Oh, damn. Uh, I had to go to YouTube to find this song. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first link when you search uh, 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 Cheryl and Pam Johnson, Lonely Girl, though, is a guy (laughs) with a camera pointed... (laughs) Pointed at his record player. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen those videos. Yeah, just playing it. <laughs> yeah, and it's titled something like uh, uh, uh like 1950 whatever, like rare vinyl, yeah. Lonely Girl by Pam and Cheryl Johnson. Yeah. Like uh... back at like one of my early jobs, I would just get on YouTube and listen to old music, and yeah. I've seen so many videos like that. <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna say something way more perverse. You're just like it's a guy and he's just got a camera. <laughs> I'm no. Cheryl and Pam. <laughs> he's just putting lipstick on and then he eats the whole tube. Now see, now that's not Ed Kemper. That's Eddie Gein. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you who know your serial killers will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's not Pam. It's Cheryl. I don't know why I'm doing Teen Girl Squad from Strong Bad Homestar Runner videos, but that's why that sounded familiar. It's the Colt 45. <laughs> They're Strong Bad. Anyways, um, oh yeah, but so I would definitely recommend Lonely Girl though. It's it's a it's also a really good song. It's really interesting because this one is so like bouncy and fun, and that one's a lot more like drawn out and longer and a little bit like slower feeling. Um, it's kind of like whimsical in the progression. Mm-hmm. Um. But it did crack me up that they have two songs that were on either side of one record. Yeah. And one of them is about, like, my guy. And the other one's about being, like, a lonely so single alone. girl. <laughs> <laughs> that was just something I found funny. Yeah. Well, because depending on what, you know, depending on where you start it, on the, right. which side, it goes either from really happy to really sad. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, uh, uh. She either got broken up with or halfway through recording the record or conversely, she found someone halfway yeah. through recording the record. <laughs> see, see, Pam is in a relationship and Cheryl is not. <laughs> they had to split they their each, creative they differences. Each wrote one song. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
We're a music duo with different takes on life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. After what he sat up at the front of the meeting, I'm certain that Walter P. Burning is my guy. But I can't blow my cover. I'll have to take him out after the meeting is over. I stand up, pour myself another coffee, and dump my second flask of Bailey's into it as I return to my seat. Another attendee introduces himself. My name is General Ambrose Burnside, and I'm an arsonist. I do also feel remorse for my actions, and yet I feel that I cannot stop myself. Why, in this past month alone, I have set five very deadly and very high-profile fires in this very city. The last of which killed my sponsor for this program. <laughs> Due to that, I will likely continue to burn. Thank <laughs> Holy smokes. I was way off on the first guy. Now that I've heard him speak, I'm positive that that's the guy by Band-Aid Brigade. <laughs> <laughs> This song makes me such like a weird color of nostalgic. Yeah. It's like, it's not an old song, but it's like the total tone of it just makes me think about like being back in my old room, pissed at my parents, just like with the door locked, just blasting music loud. Like, yeah. Like, I'm angsty. Yeah. Listening, to, uh, you know, on your uh, the CD. Listening to rap metal. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, because <laughs> Bowling for Soup's around that time. That's like, yeah, that's like same vibe, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's got like that. This song it has kind of that like pop punk guitar and vocal, um, and it makes you want to like jump around in like a fun way, but like the the youthful way of my youth. Yeah. <laughs> so Band-Aid Brigade, they they have uh, 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 886 monthly listeners on Spotify mm-hmm. uh, with five singles and three albums uh, since 2019. Um, and there is honestly a huge variety to like the types of music that they make. Oh, dope. Uh, when I found this song, I was like, okay, cool. It's kind of that like post-pop punk kind of yeah. thing, um, which this song very much felt like. Mm-hmm. But the song that I want to recommend is called Break the Grid. Yeah. Um and that song is like very like eighties retro. It's got a lot of like synth in it and it's oh, like yeah. like that kind of and like new wavy synth, not like synth, not like vaporwave synth. Sure, yeah. But then it's got like eighties like hair metal like vocals. Like oh, the kind of nice. like the howls, you know? <laughs> um just like a totally different vibe, and they absolutely knock that one out of the park too. Nice. So, oh yeah. Like check these guys out. You're you're certain to find something you like from it. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, break the grid, super fun. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, I'm starting to get anxious. People at this meeting are clearly into s- some heavy shit. I stagger up to my feet 
Get myself another coffee. Oh, my feet feel heavy as I stagger to the coffee bar. And another arsonist walks up to the front. I'm Police Commissioner Donnie Likes to Set Fires Bozeman. And I'm an arsonist. (laughs) I think I want to get better. But I also love burning things so, so much. At this point, my flask drops to the ground. Can't be my boss. (laughs) Boss is notorious and real cool. (laughs) And you see, I'm also quite prolific myself. In fact, I set the fires being investigated by that drunkard of a cop in the back of the room now. I stared at my feet and shout, I, I knew it wasn't that guy. Or that guy. And then I point my finger at the commissioners and I shout, It's that guy! By Carly Gilbert. Don't make me wait. I talk to myself all day. Still can't pick a side. I like what I like. With no evidence. So I come down. Just up by it. That song is smooth. It's so fucking good. That dude. song rips, dude. Yeah. I, I really like that song. Um, I was stoked when I found after finding all the other songs that were like, "That's my guy, that's the guy." When yeah. I got another that guy song that just ripped, I was like, "Yes, yes, this is coming together. I'm allowed to do this. Yeah. No one can stop me from doing this. No, not at all. I'm one of two guys on the show. I can make all of them have similar names if I want. Yeah, it's pretty funny." <laughs> I don't endorse drunk driving, but goddamn, would this be a good song to do it to? <laughs> Note to self, do a different PSA next week. <laughs> People are listening to this in their car sometimes. We're ear drunk and we care. We care. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things about this song is that bass that's playing the whole time. The yes. whole song yeah. has that undertone of like, the long, slow bass notes that are just like pretty consistent throughout. Like you, you, you really never get like a, even like like more than like a, a, like an eighth note of rest out of that bass. It's just oh, yeah. always rocking and rolling, baby. Yep. Don't know why I said it like that. I hate that, but I'm still going, so I'm not retaking it. So. <laughs> actually wrote was that it's a phenomenal accompaniment to her vocal melody yeah no phenomenal yeah and speaking of her vocal melodies that flow is constantly just like changing up in the most like engaging ways Mm -hmm. it's like super fun every time the song moves to the next section um her voice is the primary factor yeah 100 Uh, the the bass the drums are pretty consistent throughout and it's just Mm -hmm. like the change in her flow that 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 makes that hit um and that rules it's really cool how how like how much uh, uh, that can change the whole feel of what's happening in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, about a minute into the song, 
There's a moment where just like horns come in heavy behind her on the verse, though. Yeah. And then, like, throughout the rest of the song, they're just kind of sprinkled in there. They'll do a couple notes here and there. Yeah. Um, and it's just great. It's, it's, I don't know. I really, I quite like this song. Hell yeah. It's a great song. I actually feel kind of bad that I called her Carly Gilbert at the start, because uh, uh, that's wrong, and I knew that that was wrong going into it. It's actually oh. Carly Gibbert or Gibert. Ah. Um, <laughs> and I looked at her Instagram uh, when I was, like, trying to research her a little bit. Um, <laughs> and, and the only thing in her bio on Instagram just says, there's no L. <laughs> <laughs> and it sucks because, like, on this page of my notes, I wrote it correctly. Yeah. But if I turn the page back, I put an L there. <laughs> <laughs> so that sucks. Uh, Carly, I am sorry. I really love this song. Yeah. Uh, uh, I want to see you continue to grow. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cause she's phenomenal a music. Yeah. Phenomenal. music. She's a winner. There's no L. <laughs> she's not taking the L on this. She's too good. <laughs> uh, so Carly Gibbert, Gibber. I'm going to say Gibber. That sounds nice. Yeah. Uh, sure. uh, sounds fancy. Carly Gibber. Uh, she has 51,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. Oh, hell yeah. She's got a whole bunch of singles going back to 2018 and an album that came out in 2022. Oh, dope. Um, all of her music is really cool. It's mm-hmm. got like, like I don't know, this to me felt very like early 2000s kind of like pop. Sure. Um, in like the best way. Yeah. Like not like not like early two thousands pop like boy bands, but like like the R and B shit that was going on then. Yeah. You know, which like which like sometimes I kind of yearn for. That was such a good time for pop music. I mm-hmm. feel like a really cool thing about her is is she like does not give up a lot of creative control with like her projects. Oh, that's dope. So it's like it's like I don't know if she's actually composing the the, the songs and stuff. I know she is like the lyricist. Mm-hmm. Um, but if she's not composing, she's very hands on in the composition of the songs. Nice. And then also. She she has really cool music videos. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and she is very hands-on on, like, developing, uh, uh, like, the look and the feel and the story of the music videos. Nice. Um, and that was one thing that she talked about in her bio, was talking about how she she likes her music to not just be an audio medium. She, she Whenever she's writing songs and making music, um, she tries to... to incorporate, like, visual aspects and things like that into it as well. I'm sure, I'm sure her live shows are fucking great for that reason oh yeah dope. you know what yeah. i mean it's just it's i don't know i love it when when people put a lot of effort into like all aspects of it mm-hmm. um and the song that i would recommend uh, uh is called figure it out i found this one through the music video i was just looking through music videos and this mm-hmm. one was really cool it's got a lot of just like really interesting visual effects in it and then she does a lot of stuff with like projectors so it's like oh cool she'll have projectors projecting on her or she'll have projectors projecting on the wall behind her, mm-hmm. or it'll be a shot of something else, but then she will be projected onto what's going on. Nice. Um, and so it's just like very visually engaging in addition to being a great song. So mm-hmm. uh, 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 figure it out. I told you to drop this one, detective. I, I, ugh, I, can't, I can't believe my boss was haggling me right now. <laughs> but you just couldn't let it go. So I'm sorry to say, but I've rigged this place to blow. Oh, no. Looks like it's time for us to go out in flames. Because I'm doing one last arson by a modest proposal. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, it's huh? Arson. He said the name. He said the name of the episode. Can't cut that out.
Oh, man. Ah, I love music like this, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> right? It's got it's got those, like, emo, like, guitars with that real grungy tone. Yeah. Um, I really love just the overall sound of this band. Yeah. Um, it gives me big throwback b- vibes to uh, a lot of bands I really love, like uh, uh, Basement or Pavement or Failure. Or Mint. Or Mint. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just kind of that, like, like... 90s 2000s emo indie the phrase i had to like like that's not what this band is that's what this band evokes mm-hmm. uh those other bands i listed were 90s 2000s emo indie yeah um, i had to stop using that phrase because i just called every band that for our first like 12 episodes <laughs> yeah it was weird when i brought in like i was like this is a song by the b-52s and you're just like 90s emo indie as like, <laughs> rock lobster <laughs> It's a it's not a rock, it's a sad guy. It <laughs> <laughs> took me a second to wind up on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're gonna hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. <laughs> So, but I really love like this this like genre of music, this style of music. Um, um, I've listened to a lot of bands of this vein, and when I found this one with a song called Arson, I said, "You're mine. I pick you. I choose you, Arson." Um, <laughs> <laughs> Go. Um, also, their name, a modest proposal. Uh, that's just a great like history reference where they were like, "Just eat the babies." Yeah. Um, um, so that's always fun. Yeah, it's funny um, eating babies. <laughs> <laughs> uh but their whole catalog kind of serves up this vibe and it's it's just it's just straight up my alley. Mm-hmm. Uh so they're an alt rock band from uh Indiana. Uh they currently have uh 1727 monthly listeners on Spotify. Nice. So they're doing pretty good for a little local band. That's an excellent year. 1727. Um, <laughs> what happened in 1727? People. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know people. You know they were just jacking off there in Pompeii. <laughs> <laughs> I I again do not know when Pompeii happened, so I do not have a reference. <laughs> do not have a good reference for for when this yeah. this is compared to then. Yeah. Um, Maybe it wasn't like actually during Pompeii, but someone was just jacking off to the. Th- thought of somebody jacking well, off to Pompeii. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Guaranteed in 1727, people were jacking off. Yeah. 100%. Guaranteed. Yeah. Do you, Do you think... think- <laughs> <laughs> you go first. You go Do you first. Think- Do you think back then people used to just go jack off by like the, the creek in the woods? Yeah. Like what was what was what was the? Cause what like are they going to take a picture of you? Well, because they used to. It used to be like like eight people would live in a cabin together, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like you're not pounding pud in the bedroom because no. like because like your mom's there. Yeah. You're not going to do a little pound on the prairie. You know? <laughs> Gotta go down to the creek. Gotta go down to the creek. Gonna go down to the creek and rub my prick. Yeah, go noodling. You know? <laughs> All right. Oh, that's no catfish. <laughs> now, what was your what was your thought? Zach? Yeah. My my <laughs> do you think was uh, do you think that guy who was jerking off during Pompeii? Do you think his fetish was like lava and shit? 
Ah, dude, he finally got his nut. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what if the entire time he's just never been aroused? And that was the moment. And he was just like, I can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking, fucking like 26 years of cum stored up in his body. Yeah. All these, it's like that scene from Scary Movie. I didn't take law and order in high school. <laughs> so these are the mysteries that I solved. I didn't take the law. I didn't take law and order in high school. It wasn't on our curriculum. <laughs> I just had Mythbusters and Bill Nye. And we didn't get to watch the full episodes. <laughs> so we only learned half of whatever we were supposed to learn. Uh, well, hey, Pompeii Jackoff guy, I'm happy for you. Glad you got your nut. Yeah. I think we said that the first time around, too, though. So happy for you again, bud. <laughs> this is a great band. Modest Proposal. Great band. <laughs> great. No, they are, though, for real. Yeah, for no, real. they are. I just wanted to, you know, sometimes we, we run away and we pass the baton to each other, but then we forgot where we started in the race. Uh, so I just wanted to say, Modest Proposal, great great band. This song fucking rips. Uh, yeah, big fan. Big fan. So, uh, well, I guess I'll wrap out my story here then real quick. Yeah, I'm excited for the, the, the exhilarating conclusion. Well, I guess I'm nothing... But a dying detective, buried under the rebel of this here burden church. The next thing I say, well, these are going to be my final words. You'll hear them through my voice recorder from under this rubble. So hear them well. Skibbity toilet. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> the end. <laughs> you son of a bitch! I had I had a whole sentence written and scratched out and replaced with those two words. God damn it! Son of a bitch! Hear them well, Zach. Hear them well. God damn it! Not only did I hit you with three, that's the guys, but then I kind of got it after the second one. I knew the third one was going to be that's the guy. God, you can never guess give it a toilet. <laughs> Whew. Well, Zach, I think we do have one more segment. Yeah, if you can, if you can follow that up. <laughs> no! <laughs> Who could? All of that leading to skip it a toilet. God, I don't... God damn it, I gotta fucking... Well, you got a job to do, Zach, so you can't just walk on out of here. <laughs> Yeah, Marshall, well, um, you know, we've been talking a lot about fire, you know, and I know some people don't know how to start a fire, right? <laughs> so I thought I should be the one to tell them how I normally go about starting fires. Okay. Right? In a safe, controlled environment, folks. Like Ear- your neighbor's house? It, no. Ear local drunk. church? We care. We care. <laughs> we care. Don't go... Lighting things on fire, you're not allowed to burn, okay? Yeah. All right. So first, you got to gather some sticks, you know? Okay. You're going to need about 36 little skinny guys. Okay. Yeah, little twiggies. Little, yeah. And you're going to need some, you you need four chonkers. Four chonkers. 36 little guys and four chonkers. Yeah, there's math in there somewhere. Check, check. Uh, 40 sticks total. 46, uh, 40, 40 sticks total. Not 46. 40 sticks. 
And then after you do all that, well, you've been working hard, so you should grab a beer. Right? Of course. Yeah, just, you know, hey, you're making a fire, it's chill. Yeah. Hey, maybe maybe grab an Arizona hard green tea. Yeah. You whatever, your, whatever your preference is. Whatever you got going, just grab yourself a drink. Yeah. <laughs> and then right after that, you got to open up the pit. <laughs> <laughs> you got to open up that pit, so what does that mean? You got to mosh Mother Earth. And you just start punching and hitting the ground. You got to make a little space where you're going to make this fire. Okay. Okay. After that, probably going to get a little tired, right? Exerting yourself a little bit. Grab another beer. Grab a drink. Yeah, Yeah, grab another drink. Mm -hmm, All mm -hmm. right. Next thing you're going to do, you're going to want to get this fire started, right? (laughs) Play your mixtape. That's just fire, dude. I thought you... (laughs) I thought you were gonna say uh, play Firestarter by Prodigy because we kept making the joke that, joke that that was yeah. the joke was that that was gonna be both of our whole playlists this yeah. week. <laughs> you can try that too if you don't have your own mixtape. That's that's, that's a, a good starting place. Yeah, yeah, that's a supplement there. Right? <laughs> so if that doesn't work out, you gotta roast the wood. <laughs> and by that I mean you just make fun of this fucking stupid ass wood. Yo, mama, so wood that she tree. We all know wood. No woods work. You ever seen the movie Tree of Life? I was asleep 20 minutes in. Hey, hey, wood. Guess what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Exactly. Exactly. We should do a podcast. (laughs) Do you think? (laughs) Do you think? Uh, lightning in a bottle. Uh, <laughs> but after that, if none of that works, you know, you've been working hard on this. Grab another beer. Okay. Grab another okay. drink. Good call. Good yeah. call. Good call. Uh, and then, all right, so you're you're kind of running out of options. You got to start, like, really getting this fire going, right? You got to create a fiery passion between Ooh. you and the wood and just kind of make some sexual tension at this wood. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like a will they, won't they. What's your strat? Yo, you know, I'm just going to be like, oh, I'm so tired. (laughs) 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 Nothing gets me revved up like a sleepy someone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so tired. Oh, you don't yeah, say. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. That's always my go-to move. Uh, but yeah, and then after that, you know, you've earned another beer. Yeah, uh-huh, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then uh, here's another method. If that doesn't work, you know, still no fire. You got to downsize the fire. Okay. Got to make it fired. Okay. Just kind of bring in the yeah. fire. And <laughs> you just fired. be like. Hey, but that's why you got 40 sticks so you could let go yeah. of half of them. Yeah, you're just like, hey, listen, uh, things aren't working out. Um, it's like corporate America, overhire and then fire two thirds of the people you hire. Yeah, right yeah. before Christmas. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> and then after that, because you've had to deal with like the ramifications of like firing a bunch of employees, I uh, think you're going to get another beer. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's heavy. And at this point, you do what I always do and you ask Marshall to do it. And uh, <laughs> I'm pretty actually I'm actually pretty good at fucking starting fires. <laughs> you gotta get yourself a marshal, folks. You gotta find a dude who's super dope, but also did like Eagle Scout shit. 
like back in the day and like could comfortably use power tools and like <laughs> you gotta get yourself a marshal and then you could be like hey marshal i've had like seven beers at this point could you help me out and start this fire at which point i will say please don't handle any of this fire making equipment you are very drunk because that's I will- the thing he's also a good dude <laughs> and he'll do it <laughs> All jokes aside, I am pretty good at starting fires, and yeah. I do enjoy it. Yeah. So, uh, uh, my recommendation to you, if you want to start a fire, uh, from my perspective, uh, uh, just find any building you don't like and just douse it in lighter fluid. We care. We care. With matches. Well, folks. <laughs> <laughs> that is the third degree forehead kiss that puts this episode to bed. Oh, God, it melted to me. <laughs> We want to thank you so much for listening to this fire episode. Uh, we really appreciate it. If you guys could do us a solid favor and give us a like or follow on whatever you're listening to this on. If you guys could also give us a review, five stars or more, that would be amazing of you. You guys could also follow us on uh, Instagram and TikTok. We got some stuff coming down the line. Super excited about that. Uh, you guys could also, if you want to, send us a smoke signal through the internet. And you can email us, eardrunk at gmail.com. You guys can message us if you have uh, ideas for playlists, if you guys have some music that you're listening to that you would love for us to hear. Or if you'd like to say, hey, we're with the the California uh, Fire Department, and you guys have started way more fires because of this episode, and we're coming for you, and we hate you, and we're going to take our big-ass axes, and we're going to cut you down. Can you imagine how scary it would be if Smokey the Bear was running at you on all fours? I have to sleep later. <laughs> don't start talking about how tired you are, Zach. I'm not. We don't have that kind of relationship. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> you gotta say it like that, though. I'm done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm so tired of this cocktail dress leaning on this piano at the front of the bar. Start a fire. <laughs> Anyways, but you can do that. You can email us, or if you're tired, you can email us that too uh, at eardrunk at gmail.com. You guys can also check out the description of this episode to find our playlist with all these wonderful, amazing songs created by these extremely talented artists. Uh, you guys should go and check them out if you liked any of these songs please be sure to follow those artists and to maybe support them. Uh, uh, you know, buy some merch, see them if they're coming in town, or, you know, just hit them up and say, hey, I love that one song. I'm sure they would love to, uh, to hear about that. And you'll find another man in that description, a, a man who sets my heart on fire <laughs> in a friendly way. <laughs> and that is one J.W. Francis. J.W. lets us use the song Lo-Fi off the album We Share a Similar Joy. He's a dope dude. Uh, We love him a lot. Uh, He's got a new song out there called Orbit. Uh, I remember hearing Orbit when we saw him in Fort Worth for the yeah, first time. Yeah, we saw that before it came out. Yeah, and it was amazing, and I'm so happy that he's now put it on Spotify and just, you know, released it, because it's a 
fantastic song. It really is. Is that the one with the new video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where everyone's also dressed up yeah, like J.W. Francis. And everything. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Uh, if you guys actually are in Dallas, he is going to be here uh, for, uh, uh, I believe, the New New Festival. Uh, and he will be playing on March 11th uh, at Four Corners Brewery with some other artists. Uh, I think uh, I'm definitely going to be there, but y'all should definitely come out and support the dude. Tell him that the ear drunk sent you. He won't know what that means but i'll be there to be like i'm the eardrum <laughs> <laughs> you know like in a like a, i'm batman kind yeah of yeah it's it's just always fun interacting with you in public you say the darndest things like yeah <laughs> i do that and then i and then i look at my girlfriend and i say i'm tired I'm tired, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, with all that being said, uh, I have been your host, Zach Webb. And I'm Walter P. Burning. And have a kick-ass day. Kick-ass day.